These are Bora Voices. Welcome to the Bora Pridecast, episode 13. Today we have for you interviews with some STEM girls, wonderful students, some beautiful winter poems, and a prep period cold call with Mr. Sullivan and Jasmine King. These are Bora Voices. Hey, we're in the recording studio with seniors Hadia Tarek and Karina Sinkovich. These two amazing ladies um, carried out a really successful STEM fair for all of Bora in November. Is that right? Where did you guys get the idea to do this? Um, so I am on a robotics team and I've gone around to a lot of STEM days and I've noticed that it's mainly centered around little elementary kids and we wanted to change that up and make a STEM day for students who are going into college and to find careers. And Awesome. And you guys kind of had a trial run a year ago in May. How did that go? Yeah, so we had an after school STEM day. It was for two hours after school. And it was on a way smaller scale, but it kind of had us, um, I mean, we gained contacts and we kind of had an idea of like what we wanted to do next year. So it was successful and you carried forward. Yeah. And um, how did you decide who to invite? We wanted to invite people from all aspects of STEM. So we looked around at different STEM days and then we talked to Mr. Healy, my statistics teacher, and we asked him of some random like STEM organizations and he really helped us out with that. Yeah we definitely want to have a variety of groups instead of you know the traditional engineering or the more obvious robotics teams we wanted to have uh, something more students could like connect to different groups and we definitely had some help from teachers at Bora. Awesome it was very hands-on I enjoyed talking to the beekeepers of Boise. Um, what were some of the challenges in organizing a day so big? Um, I would say one big, uh, one one of the big challenges was having to contact so many different groups, and because we wanted to make it big enough for the whole school to participate, there's a lot of pressure for us to um, contact with these groups, make sure everyone can come, so it's big enough for everyone to enjoy. And it turned out great. You did have plenty of uh, presenters, I'll say, mm-hmm. tables. What do you think are some of the best things that came out of the day? All science, everyone who had a science class attended, which is amazing. Um, I think one of the big things I really like appreciated from what we got of this is afterwards, um, I thought less kids would appreciate it as much as they did, but afterwards I had teachers coming up to me saying that they had students that like found a new like field they were interested, talked to a group, maybe already organized something for them to do in the summer. So it seemed like uh, students interacted a lot and really got something out of it. That is also what I experienced since I was one of the tables. I was really pleasantly surprised at students on their own, their own communication skills, how polite and interested they were and how many people said thank you. And it was kind of a great day for them to wander around and ask their own questions. So is this Bora STEM Day going to happen again? We are planning on creating a committee for Bora STEM so we can carry this on as we are seniors and we will be graduating next year and we cannot really assist with that. So we're trying to help and train new people that will carry this out for next year. So yeah, we've been recruiting recruiting juniors and sophomores that are interested. Um, and we're still looking for more kids to join. So if anyone's interested. Anyone out there interested being on that committee, it's a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, leadership skills, volunteer hours. And yeah. if you're interested in hands-on 
science things. Well, thank you guys very much for coming into the studio, and thanks for holding our first all-school STEM day. Thank you. Thank you. These are Bora Voices. This is the time of year where people sing and dance with peers, drinking and laughing with gusto. I love this season, for everyone laughs and plays, all for good reasons. Family from around the country come to see them. Cookies and eggnog are the true staples of the house. Parents in a financial fog wait for a new year to panic. White winter wonderland. The snow falls, Jack Frost nipping my nose. Ice stings skin, feel it ripping right through the flesh. Pain. Wisps of white gently are falling all around me and I am at peace. Serenity, love, joy, winter has everything I need to be happy. These are Bora Voices. Yay. Hello. Mr. Sullivan, this is Patrick Rose with the Prep Period Cold Call. Do you have a minute to talk? Hi, Mr. Rose. How are you doing today? Good, I have a bank council meeting that they can do it without me. Are you sure? This will only take five minutes. Yep. Okay. okay, I'm ready. All right. Mr. Sullivan, tell us, tell our listeners, first of all, what you teach. I teach all the band classes and music theory. And music theory. Which, do, you like, yeah. um, do you like teaching band or music theory more? Well, they're both. One's an academic-only side. Music theory is just the academic side of it. Uh, the band classes are the musical side of things where you apply the theory, so they're really completely different, and so they have different things. Gotcha. Oh, now the phone's ringing. <laughs> um, what, how long have you been here at Bora? This is my 27th year at Bora and 32nd year of teaching. That is unbelievable. 27 yep. years, that is unbelievable. And you still have the long passion time. to do it. Yep. yep. Wow. It's every year, and we, you know, we mix up our music, so it keeps me having variety and different challenges. Cool, cool. And I can tell you, the kids love you. They talk about you all the time. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I know you never probably hear it, but the rest of us do. No, um, not often. <laughs> okay, so, so a couple weeks ago, you guys went to a competition. Explain this competition and how well you guys did, because um, from what I heard, it was like the best of the best, and you've been doing it for years now. Can you explain that whole process? Yeah, District 3, which is one of the regions in the state of Idaho, there's six regions in one conference, um, holds different festivals for the different aspects of music. One for marching band, one for symphonic concert bands, and one for jazz. And so this was the District 3 Jazz Festival where all the jazz bands in District 3, which is 40, 40 total bands in the, in the, uh, the festival over two days, go 
and play for uh, college professors that are adjudicators on how well we perform the music that we play. And so we played the second day, and we were scored a 98, a 98, and a 95 out of 100 points possible for a composite score of 97. And we ended up having the highest score out of all 40 bands in all of District 3. Fantastic. And this is this has happened repeatedly. This isn't just a one-time deal. This didn't happen just this no, year. No. Yeah, the Bora Jazz Band's been rated superior 26 of my 27 years here. Wow. And we've had the highest score at this jazz festival 12 or 13 times. Fantastic. You're doing something right. my career, yes. Well done. Um, real quick, before I let you go, you've been here almost 30 years. How much more time are you going to spend here at Bora? Any any sure. any thoughts of retirement yet? Yeah, I hit rule of ninety uh, a year from now, from next December. Congratulations! So I hit the Percy rule of ninety. Uh, my certificate expires in two more years after this year, so I may finish out this certificate. Um, I may go back and and recertify. I just don't know at this point in time. So right now, the plan is to keep forging ahead till you know something changes. Fantastic. And, and um, do you think you'll keep on, I mean, after retirement from, from school, school, do you think you'll be um, doing into doing some, um, like, um, are you going to be teaching kids about bands still? I mean, it's been a passion uh, of yours for so long. Yeah, I probably won't. You know, I'll probably spend more time trying to work on my golf career, my <laughs> golf game. And uh, I do play in a band on Wednesday night, so I will continue to play and participate in music, but I, I really won't probably teach or do private lessons or anything like that. Where does this so band play? The door, it's, it's done. We rehearse every Wednesday night at Boise State, and then we do concerts throughout the valley. Very cool, very cool. Let us know when that's happening next time, and maybe we can get some people out. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for your time. I know you're a busy person. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, kids love you. And, hey, 98 or whatever it was, fantastic job. Yeah. Once again. Well, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. These are Bora voices. We're here with Ryan Beery who is a uh, saxophone player in the Bora Jazz Band. you play any of the woodwinds? Uh, no, it's mostly just saxophone. I uh, focus on a couple of them, though, to kind of keep things a little lively still. Oh, good. And uh, the Bora Jazz Band just played at the District 3 Jazz Band competition and it sounds like swept the whole thing. Yeah, we did. Uh, the last couple of years, we've been really close. Uh, Timberline always seems to beat us. A couple other bands keep beating us. But uh, this year, yeah, we won by a third uh, of a point over Timberline, and we're super excited about it. Well, that's great. Uh, it says a lot about the Bora program and about Boise schools in general, that uh, that the, all the Boise schools are doing well there. What can you tell us about it? Uh, it's super educational every year. Uh, we hear like the college bands from BSU and U of I, they always come down and perform for us, give us a real taste of what's next after high school. And then we just get to see uh, like over 40 bands play, and it's really cool because we get to hear like what everyone's doing and where they're at. Um, on all of their progressions, and it's really sweet to be able to like compare yourself to them and uh, just kind of see them perform. So it's mostly it's an educational sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just a just a competition. <laughs> unlike unlike sporting events where you go and compete, it's not really about uh, sharing skills and learning from one another. It's about competing, and that's what one of the things I've always liked about music is that it's a it's a combination of a competition and and an educational thing between the, the programs. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a strong aspect of education. Um, we always like to treat it like a competition because we like to be the best. But uh, yeah, it's definitely really cool to be able to learn from the other bands like that. Mm-hmm. Who were some of your adjudicators? Did, were you familiar with um, I actually wasn't this time. Um, we did get a really good clinician, though, who helped us out afterwards and gave us some tips. He was uh, the saxophone and jazz director at uh, ISU, and that was really helpful just from like some technique perspectives. Oh, cool. Good. Uh, what songs did you guys play? Um, we had this really sweet uh, trombone uh, feature ballad uh, played by Dennis Jokic. Uh, he absolutely killed it. sounded great. Um, all the rest are kind of just some basic swing tunes to start out the year and start to learn the basics of uh, jazz. Great. That's great. And you brought your horn, I see. I did. I so did. I think we'll, uh, we'll have you play a little bit. Maybe we can just uh, get a little bit of... What you listen to? Who do you listen Sounds to? Sounds good. Uh, a lot of Coltrane, Miles Davis, kind of like those big names. Um, also, every once in a while, like Michael Brecker, Jerry Mulligan, something more specific like that. Yeah. Those were all the correct answers. <laughs> I'm glad I passed. All right. We'll, we'll give you a listen. <laughs> These are Bora Voices. Thanks for listening to episode 13 of the Bora Pridecast. We're headed into the holiday break, so you know what they say. See you next year.